It is time for Community Focus. We're going to have a special edition today because we've got Jack Wheeler with us. Jack is the Stabenn County Manager and has been dealing with a lot of county problems and issues and the things going But uh, the biggest one seems to be the ongoing concern about COVID-19 and the Delta variant. Uh, Jack, welcome back to the microphone for a change. Yeah. <laughs> Good to see you here in, in person, Dave. Yeah, Thanks for having me. doing these chats in the past over the phone, but uh, we're both vaccinated and face coverings and six feet away, so we're following the protocols. But um, where do we go with this? I mean, you've got so much you want to share with us, so I'll let you go. Yeah, no, I appreciate it. It's a, it's a challenging time. I mean, we're seeing an uh, extraordinarily high level of spread. Uh, anything over 20 cases per 100,000 a day is considered significant spread, and we're reporting anywhere from 60 to 100 cases a day, which wow. is really, really concerning. So, and we're, you know, in our case investigations where before we would find individuals knew exactly where they got it, they came in contact with a positive, we're finding many people just don't have an idea, which indicates a higher level of community spread. Obviously, a case doesn't equal a bad outcome. Um, you know, the vast majority of people recover with no issues. But if you look at our hospitalization rate and then tragically the number of deaths that we've had in the past month, we haven't seen these numbers since the large spike that we had last January. So really high level of concern and what we're talking about. And I know some people, you know, in the community don't want to hear any more from public health or others, even though they're doing just a phenomenal job working, oh, they are. working so many hours and, and really just responding to all the community needs. We're, we're saying get back to the basics. You know, when you're indoors, uh, especially, you know, in a group, you know, wear your face covering. Uh, again, not the most fun thing. I'd rather not, but at the same time, that's one of the measures that we can take to protect each other. And then obviously vaccination really helps uh, in terms of uh, preventing severe illness. We have very, very few people uh, in the hosp- that have been hospitalized over the course of this pandemic that have been vaccinated. And instead of relying upon Facebook or some of those other things that I think people gravitate to, the thing that we've been saying that I think has really made a difference in talking to individuals in the community is talk to your doctor, talk to your physician. If you don't have one, you know, talk to a friend to refer you to a physician. Those are the trusted messengers and they have that personal relationship with the individuals where they can really explain the vaccine better than you can find on a video on Facebook and, and tell them the truth about it. What amazes me is the. it seems like it's isolated in this region or part of the state as far as the high increase. Am, am I seeing this wrong or is it? Uh, no, you're not. Uh, at, at this very moment, it's it's between us and Chemung County and, uh, you know, a little bit further north uh, that we have a very high level of spread. And if you look at vaccination rates, there's a correlation. We have the lower vaccination rates uh, in comparison to the state. So Last I figured, it was about 49% of the yeah. county vaccinated have a 95,000 population. Does that sound about right? That, that's dead on. Yep. Yeah. And so, you know, we offer vaccinated. It's actually today, every Friday at the Civil Defense Center here in Bath out, out on uh, uh, route uh, 53 out there 54 or 54 sorry yeah <laughs> uh yep we uh we offer vaccination clinics and you can find those but i mean you go to any pharmacy and, and they have uh they offer vaccines uh you know you could just walk right up and and they have those ready so uh, again talk to your doctor is is one of those things that we say but you know no one is we don't have mandates for shutdowns thankfully we don't have any of these things that we saw at the beginning it's just i think we need 
need to kind of double down on those just basic protocols, the things that might be a minor inconvenience, but will go a long way to help. And it's amazing how it affects some people severely and affects and affects some people, ho-hum, no, nothing really happened. Yeah, it's it, a weird virus, I guess. It, it is, and that's that's the thing that that again, no one is spreading fear or panic, but but it is it is a crapshoot in many ways in terms of how it will affect an individual, especially if they're not vaccinated. Uh, and and we've seen you know people, you know as as young as in their twenties that have been hospitalized. Uh, thankfully, you know none of them have passed. But you know we have had people in their 30s, 40s, 50s pass away tragically from this virus. You just never know once it once the infection gets into your lungs, you, that's a problem. Yeah. And and so you know it's we're not we're not spreading fear. We're not we're not doing any of that. But we're just saying let's get back to let's get back to the basics. Let's get these numbers down very low. And then you know masks. Uh, once community rate is low, CDC guidance is masks. You know indoors can come off. That would be a help for our students because you know i have kids in school and wearing a mat they do it and and they don't have a problem with it but it would be nice if they didn't have to so we need to do everything we can as a community to get these numbers down once again we're talking to jack wheeler he is the county manager here on community focus at 98.3 wvin well there's more going on with the county and let's talk about um uh, i'm sure you were saddened by the news of of fema not uh, providing federal disaster for the flooding we received a month or so ago. Tell us about what all happened there. Yeah, uh, really shocked. Uh, So last week, obviously, uh, the county, the towns, uh, and uh, Steuben Soil and Water, others, we've been working, you know, diligently ever since August 18th with our local partners and with the state to assess damage. Thankfully, uh, about a week and a half ago, President Biden did sign the disaster declaration for public assistance. So what that means is all the damage, especially to the Jasper School, which was decimated uh, and, and requires tens of millions of dollars of, of repairs. And then the roads and bridges, we will get that those funds, which is a good thing. But the individual assistance is just as important. We have over 350 individuals who have reported significant damage to their homes due to that storm. And we worked with the FEMA had individual assistance teams on the ground and Tim Marshall, Ken Ferenz from our emergency services and their crew were in the field with them working. And we thought that, you know, we had everything in line for that to be approved. And when it was denied, you know, what we're trying to get to the bottom of is what's the threshold? What, why was it denied? Was it not enough damage or what? And right now we don't have those answers. We keep pressing uh, FEMA for that. And, you know, I'm, I'm very happy to say, I'm not surprised, but I'm very happy to say that both Governor Hochul, Senator Schumer, Senator Gillibrand, Congressman Reed, and all of our state elected officials, they are on the case and they think it is a travesty that it wasn't awarded. And they were speaking with them daily to get the information they need to get this overturned. So this is a federal decision not to help the southern tier, so to speak. For the individual assistance, yes. yes. FEMA makes that decision, and FEMA advises the president and says, sign this or don't sign this, and uh, they denied the individual assistance. And I mean, we haven't been through this process very many times, thankfully, uh, but talking to other communities that have, this happens at times, uh, and there is an appeal process. Obviously, we wish it wouldn't happen. We don't know why it happened, but we're doing everything we can. We have a lot of documentation of the damage to those individual homes, and we're saying, you know, 
come out if instead of just denying it, come back out again and take a look because we can show how many individuals had significant dam- damage to their homes. So let's reassess at the, at a minimum. Now, this kind of support that uh, FEMA offers is this like low-interest loans, or is it grant money, or a combination of both? It's a combination of both. You're right on. It's a combination of both. In many cases, uh, FEMA funds will not make an individual whole, but it goes a very, very long way for them to uh, restore their home. Uh, In many cases, it is low-interest loans, but in others, there are direct cash assistance for those who you know, still don't have running water or something like that, they'll they'll provide emergency assistance to get them back into a livable space. And the county is obviously supporting any individual who has housing needs, and we have from the beginning. But at the same time, uh, you, you know, they need those funds, even though it's not going to get them 100% back, they need those funds. All right. Well, time has been uh, quick here, so mm-hmm. it's time for me to wrap up. So Jack Wheeler, county manager for Stabenne County, in studio with us this morning talking about problems and situations going on throughout the county. We're going to have to get you back again soon. Absolutely. Thank lot, you, Dave. A lot going on, you know. Yes. Getting busy. All right. That wraps up our community focus for today here on 98.3 WVIN. This program has been recorded. It'll be available in our podcast section at WVINBAT.com under community focus in a little while here at WVIN, your hometown radio station.